I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time 7:30. KSL's top story this hour. Here we go again. People trying to get around in Utah County got a blast of snow over the last hour, and the roads are once again in a mess. We begin our team coverage with KSL News Radio's Randall Jepson. Tim and Amanda, when I left my house in Utah County early this morning, there was only a little tiny skiff on my driveway. That's changed drastically over the past hour or so. In fact, I'm watching my home security camera in front of my house right now. I feel really bad that my wife is out there shoveling about four new inches of snow as she's trying to get the kids out the door, get them to school. I also just got a message from our own Boyd Matheson, who typically joins us in studio in the morning to chat about the news of the day. He says he's having a hard time getting out of his house, also in northern Utah County, because of all this new snow. Randall Jeps and KSL News Radio. So the folks in Utah County were wondering what we were talking about yes. a few days ago. Right. Let's check on the delays from this sudden burst of snow with Andy Farnsworth in the traffic. Center, Andy. Well, Tim, even though the snow has stopped falling finally, it's left behind almost like a sheet of snowpack or icy slick conditions, especially in Le- in Orem and uh, Provo, and then a stretch in Lehigh and American Fork as well. And so only some lanes are actually traveling where your tires are touching the pavement. The rest of you are going to need to be really careful and slow down before you get to those exits. Uh, another area, that northern part of the lake, Saratoga Springs, Eagle Mountain, uh, that stretch of Redwood Road and SR-73 are both in really bad shape now as well. So getting to the free is a problem, then getting on the freeway is a problem. I'm Andy Farnsworth from the KSL Traffic Center. It's all a problem. People hitting the backcountry this weekend are being asked to be cautious and to be prepared. With all this extra snow, there looks to be plenty of people hitting the mountain, and there are safety tips to consider. We also uh, want people to be aware when they're snowshoeing to watch out for the terrain and to keep on low slope angles, uh, ideally below 30 degrees. Martin Frey of Summit Journeys says an understanding of mountain geography is also important. Well, one of the first things to consider is the difference between a uh, leeward side of a mountain where you have more wind buildup of snow and then also uh, north and south facing. The best place to see how the mountain's behaving is the Utah Avalanche Centre website. Hugo Ricard-Bell, KSL News Radio. The war in Ukraine. Special coverage on KSL News Radio. Church bells chimed at midnight in Ukraine's capital of Kiev to mark the first anniversary of the Russian troops crossing the border. ABC's Patrick Rival begins our coverage from Kiev. Ukraine right now is holding off a major Russian offensive in the east and is planning its own counteroffensive in the spring. And Ukraine basically hopes that it can inflict enough damage when it finally launches that counteroffensive that Russia will finally 
be forced into real negotiations uh, to withdraw from Ukrainian territory and to, that there will be therefore a long-lasting and just peace for Ukraine. Russia, on the other hand, is hoping for a bloody stalemate that means that we could be stuck in a standoff that could last for decades. And so that's why Ukraine is saying it needs weapons now because it wants to end this war this year. ABC's Inez de la Katera continues our team coverage, saying that Ukrainian President Zelensky marked the one-year anniversary of the war in his country overnight by addressing his people through a video message. Speaking for nearly 15 minutes, referring to February 24th of last year as the longest day of our lives, the hardest day of our modern history. Zelensky also remembered the fallen, both civilian and military, and he was defiant, saying, we did not raise the white flag, we defended the blue and yellow. We were not afraid, we did not break down. Down, we did not surrender. In Azdelikwatera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. Shortly before Russia's invasion, Ukraine was hoping to host the 2030 Olympics. KSL News Radio's Adam Small joins us live and continues our team coverage. Adam? Amanda, not even six months before Russia's invasion, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky voiced his desire to host a Winter Olympics when the head of the IOC visited Kyiv. And according to the Deseret News, less than a week before the invasion, Ukraine's sports minister said they were still in the running for 2030, meaning they could have been competing with us here in Utah for that bid. And they also wanted to host in 2022, but those games ended up going to Beijing due to the fighting in Russia's annexation of Crimea years earlier. Of course, all this has led to ongoing talks and strong words from President Zelensky about Russian athletes uh, even being allowed to participate in the Paris Games next year. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. First look traffic, and Andy, we just got a text saying it's snowing pretty hard in South Jordan now, and roads are a mess there. Well, good luck to the people in South Jordan. Because <laughs> no. Utah County's got the worst of it. And, and I don't know if it'll get as bad in South Jordan as it has through like Saratoga Springs and Lehigh, but right now traffic really struggling on both the city streets, even as far west as Cedar Ford on SR-73, uh, and then uh, especially on I-15 between Point of the Mountain and American Fork. But then Provo to Orem, there's a whole sheet of uh, snowy slush or packed snow that you're driving on until uh, plows can make some work of that. But that's the issue right now. And uh, and the snow is creeping now. I'm hearing into even West Jordan. Heather's just messaging me. So <laughs> that's what we got. Uh, it's starting to creep north into the Salt Lake Valley, guys. All right. We'll come back to you in about three minutes. Eye on the Hill 2023. A Utah lawmaker wants to introduce a rating system for school library books. The bill would require schools to rate their books and instructional materials based off how appropriate they are for kids. The rating system would classify things like violence, language, and sexual content. The Deseret News reports lawmakers that support this move would adopt a very basic one-to-five rating system, classifying which materials are appropriate for which ages. Opponents of the bill argue the system would keep books about people with diverse experiences out of schools, which could be detrimental to kids. Kate Davis, KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.